0: This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lone Care and Gardening, speaking about all things loan care, garden related, and business-wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Total Loan. Total Loan provides scientifically engineered loan care products to homeowners, hobbyists, and loan care professionals. The range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your loan looking lush, green and moss-free all year round. I use Total Loan products for my customers and on my own loan and I think you should too. The team at Total Loan put quality above anything else when they're producing their loan feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best loan possible. Try Total Loan today at totalloan.co.uk and use code JROCKLOANECARE at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Loan are so confident in their products that you can use them on your loan, and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totalloan.co.uk and transform your loan. Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's J-Rock Loan Care and Gardening episode. So here we have episode number 28 and it's titled Inside JRock Loan Care and Gardening. Now, as you might be able to see from the title, this episode is based around myself quite frankly. So there was a lad that got in touch with me, Paul from South Wales, basically with a range of questions and as I've always said yeah, if you need to ask me anything or if you're interested in knowing anything then please just get in touch through Instagram, through email, whatever it might be and I'll do my very best to answer it and you know share knowledge or just answer your question. In regards to this one then, he's asked several questions about myself, uh, how I, you know, about the loan care and garden and the company itself. So this is very much business related and me personally as well. So I'm just going to be sharing some of that information with you today. So if you're thinking about like, how does he do the two jobs? How does he plan it? You know, uh, what's his views? What's he planning on doing with his company? Then you might want to stick around for this episode because I'm going to answer it all. But first of all, I just want to say thank you very much for the reviews that are still coming through. Please, if you can, it's just a, you know, it's a very nice idea, it really helps out the channel. If you can subscribe, if you're watching it through Spotify, things like that, download it even, massively helps. And or, if you can just leave a review through iTunes, it is all massively uh, relevant and it, it does help the channel in its rankings. And it just helps it gain, or open it, more importantly, it helps it open more to other viewers, so when they search any of the keywords, you know This podcast could be uh, recommended to them but I just want to read out the last uh, review that we got that was from a guy Paul Jackson and it is titled five stars all Round, great listen and he said what a breath of fresh air this podcast is hearing someone speak honestly about the business and sharing experiences good and bad for us all to learn from some great hints and tips also I'm a big fan mate keep up the great work Paul thank you very much for getting in touch massively appreciated you leaving that review and as i always say to everyone like it it does honestly really help because reading your reviews knowing that it's actually doing some good and help out there and you know people are benefiting from it gives me the motivation the energy the you know the the willingness to continue to make these episodes and push them back out to yourselves because you know although i enjoy making the content it doesn't massively help me talking about it but the aim is to help those listening. So I hope it's doing that and if so, then yeah, please write me a review and you know, it takes about 20 seconds and it is always appreciated. But to get into this week's episode, like I say, Paul from South Wales asked some questions. So I'm going to go through the questions and answer them as best I can and hopefully it's just going to provide a little bit of an insight where I've came from, uh, you know, just that sort of uh, feeling about this whole podcast episode so the first one that you asked was you mentioned you're doing long care part-time at the moment what are your plans for the future do you plan to continue both jobs or would you be more inclined to pick one over the other now I'm just going to give a bit of context on all this because some people might not listen to every episode this might be your first listen if so welcome uh, so I'm just going to you know clarify some points Kane Gordon is a part-time job uh, for myself. It's my own business. It's one that I, you know, created from nothing, and, and I now push out, and it's doing very well. I do have a main job in behind that. What is um, current? I'm currently serving in the British Army, so it's a it's a full-time role with that expects a lot. And yes, I'm doing this on the side. So for people that's been in the forces, know how the forces work, friends, family. You normally don't get time to really breathe. You normally hear there and everywhere. So I'm just going to speak about that a little bit. So he's asking me, basically, what what what's the plans for the future? Am I staying in one or am I going? The answer to that, to give it plainly, is I want to go full time in the lawn care and gardening business. The reason behind this is I'm coming up to sort of my 11th year very soon in the military. I'm about 10 and a half at the moment. The plan is is that as I hit around the 12 years, there's a few benefits you kind of get by staying in at 12-year point. So the plan is to stay until around about that 12-year point and then leave. Um, some people stay in at 24, what is considered like your full term. If you stay in there, you get the full pension. It's a very good pension with a lot of very good benefits, but you need to stay in for 24 years. And I feel like I'm outgrowing that a tiny bit, not saying it's a child's game or anything, fantastic career and all the rest of it but you've got to remember i've done that job since i was 16 years old you know for many of you that are out there anyone that's been in the same line of work you know the jobs that you're going to as a kid basically i feel you know yes you're a young adult but you're a kid you know i was straight out of school i was uh i was 16 in the november beforehand and i started basic training in september the year after so you know two months before my 17th birthday i had begun with the military i'd been starting this whole process since i was actually 15 years old so you know with the time that it takes to get through you know 16 year old so i've been doing this for long enough now where and i know you might sorry just add in there you might think that math doesn't add up but your service doesn't actually begin technically on pension on paper until you're 18 years old just to clarify but because i've been doing it for so long and i've been to a good few places and i've been busy as you can be with it it's now at a point where i love what i'm doing with the lawn care and gardening and my own boss there's a lot of flexibility there with a lot of the things around the military you know and i see that is the direction that i want to take with it now so the plan is to go full-time what comes with this, for anyone that's interested in the process, is you've got to basically serve 12 months from the point, so you're handing you your notice, as you would do normal jobs where it might be two weeks, it might be three months, the military is a 12-month um, process to actually leave the military from the point of saying, I'm leaving, um, I don't like it anymore, whatever it might be. It takes 12 months to actually leave and serve your last day, so it's quite a commitment to leave you know you can't just leave out of anger and that be you done it then takes a year to actually get out so that's the plan with it um and because it takes so long i may as well wait to get past that point now why so the reason behind of me wanting to pick this choice and actually leave and go full time with the lawn care and gardening is as i've said i've been doing this since i'm that since i was 16 by the point of me being around 21 year old, um, I had my son. so you know my son was born when I was 21 years old. he's now he's now just over six. So during that time, if anyone knows the military life, I've been here there and everywhere you know I was down Kent while my son lived in Scotland. I was down Kent for nine months where I only really seen him once or twice. Um, I've then I got deployed over to South Sudan in Africa. Where I was over there for six months, and I only seen them for two weeks. And amongst that six months, so a lot of times like this, where you know there's a plenty of that couple of weeks and four weeks here and four weeks there. Well, I've been away for, and you start you start to sort of for myself anyway. I'm very family driven. I'm very much a although I'm a bit of a lone wolf. Sometimes you know my pack means everything to me. You know my family, I love them to bits, and you know I want more of that. And it's very it's clear to me. Um, a lot more now than what it was maybe a few years ago that this is kind of what I want this is you know I want to be settled around family and lawn care and gardening not around them as so much but like I want to be there for my son I want to be there for the for the Christmas plays I want to be able to make the decision that you know I will be there for this birthday and no one's going to tell me otherwise but um so that all me that means a lot to me and to bring that flexibility in and everything it, it's really that's the inclination of why I want to pick that route. Not only do I love lawn care and gardening, I love everything behind it. The green industry, you know, making something that looks worse into something that looks a whole lot better and being able to make that switch for a family for a person, whoever it might be I love that. For me, that's why, you know, I love doing this job So, that's the main reason why I do it uh, and why I want to go that way and leave for it one day So, the next question on it was, how do you d- juggle your job, long care, and private time, right? Main thing here, it is hard, right? Especially something like the military. I mean, I don't know what any use or anything that you listen to. If you're a serving member, you might be in the RAF or the Navy. I'm not too clued up on how they work, Marines even. I know that's part of the Navy, but you know, I'm not fully sure how they work. But I know with the Army, the way that my situation works is normally you're on a rotor or somewhere. So if you're not on like 48 hours notice to move to like go help in a different environment, then you're on some form of training package or, you know, you're in eight till five on the dot waiting for, you know, different training. You might be on a demolition day. Uh, there's just all sorts. You might end up getting sent off to exercise for three weeks or like a five-week exercise. And there's just, there's so much inconsistency where you're not there and you're away and, you know work pulls you left right and center and you get paid the x-factor in the military to be deployed at a moment's notice more or less and dragged from here to there now how do i end up juggling it and how do i have time for it quite simply is look i suppose in this job that i'm in now what i don't really want to speak too much about but the job that i'm in now it's a non-deployable role Meaning I am still fully fit and fully deployable as a person, but the pit that I'm in doesn't require me to deploy anywhere. So, with that being said, I am working the most um, civilian-type hours that I've ever sort of worked. I've, you know, I've not been dragged anywhere. I'm not being pushed on deployment, um, you know, sent over to Africa, wherever it might be. So, with that being in mind, it's opened up the fact of I know when I'm working, and then therefore I know more or less my off periods so when this comes to to um to happening and if you are serving in the military i know i'm kind of pushing on this a lot but it's obviously very very relevant for myself so i hope this is of some form of interest to you Uh, let me know (laughs) if it is or if it isn't and then i'll not speak about it again but within this process you can't just go out and i don't know how it works within civilian jobs if you can just go get a second job or whatnot but we're legally not allowed to just go, right, I'm going to, you know, go work six hours a weekend for Joe blogs over there, or, you know, I'm just going to go open my own window cleaning company and just start cracking on. You actually need authorization. So you basically have to go through a process of secondary employment, which then gets ticked off by different people in your chain of command. So by your officer commanding up to your adjutant, up to the commanding officer commanding officer of that barracks they need to review what the company is that you're going to be working for if it works for them um, if they can allow it basically you can't do anything that would bring the military into dispute. so you can't you know i couldn't be working for probably a governmental party that's pushing circle certain, certain political pa- uh, pathways down you know you can't do anything that sees you siding whereas something like the lawn care and gardening you know it's not harming anyone I can do it I'm not like a representative of the military at all when I do it so anyway you need to go through this process of actually gaining permission first so after doing that and after knowing what hours I have free I basically try and be as organized as possible now this is the key thing if you're sitting there and you love the sound of doing lawn care gardening work anything in between landscaping anything around that then the and you're working for a job that you don't like, but because of bills or whatever it might be, you're tied into that job. If you want to dab your hand into it and try it, there's not a massive excuse not to do it. Because being organised can get you through the majority of that. All you need to be able to do is open up, depending on how much you want to grow the business open up anywhere between half a day in a day per week, whether that's a Saturday or the Sunday because you're working your normal job Monday to Friday or you know two hours each evening, however you need to work it. All you need to do is create that small space of time that you can then dabble in the work because the main thing before you do anything else is you need to be able to see if it's possible that you can do it, if you have the mindset to be able to do it so that you can take on all these invoices, take on the planning of your firm, how you want to grow your business, if you can invest in all of your own machinery and kit. And you need to be able to test them waters, see if it's possible whatsoever. Because if it isn't, then that stops you there and then. But you don't want to quit your job, go full time, and then find that out after two months and be like, ah, I actually hate this. You know, you need to be finding that out in the transitional period before you even get there. So for being organized, what's well, always the top tip here for if you're trying to double or do a part-time or for myself. I found straight away using applications like Google Calendar, Awesome Cal, I've, I've mentioned it before. It's an application I use. I think I paid maybe £5 for the year or something. Awesome Cal, that is. And that allows you, same with the Google Calendar, that's free. It allows you to put uh, bookings into time slots onto a calendar. You can coordinate them in different ways, set them for, you know, if someone takes you on on a fortnightly basis. You can just set for it to repeat every two weeks. So you've literally got your calendar set out for the whole year and that's you sorted. So for a instance with myself, when it came to me knowing my my Monday to Friday working hours, I would I would just black them out. I'd black, my, black out my calendar so I knew that I couldn't have it in. If I was full on any days, because I had to go pick up my son or whatever it might be, then they would get blacked out as well. And then anything that was like a repeat customer or you know a, a weekly cut or whatever it might be repeat maintenance i would just simply put them in stick it under the repeat and when i got a new consultation come through all i simply had to do was look at the calendar you know even if i was in work what what happens sometimes what i try not to answer calls while i'm in military work but sometimes you know the military rings you on unknown unknown numbers so i can't decline any call i still need to answer it and say hi this is sam speaking so, you know, so even times if I've been at work and someone rings me and they say, hi, can I take on your services? Um, then I can look at my calendar within seconds and be like, sorry, I currently don't have any room until November time. And they go, you know, oh, that's fine. You know, we'll speak about it closer at a time or that's too long away. I need to find someone else. And, you know, I say, yeah, that's no no problem at all. But by having that ability to pick up a phone, look at it for five seconds and know exactly What my layout is through, you know, it being color-coordinated and all that really helps me. You know what I mean? So the maintenance sessions are all green. If I've got my son on that weekend or wherever it might be, he's under his blue. Work is red, you know. So that really helps. Being organized helps you juggle them things. And like I say, you don't need a huge amount of time. The first thing I ever did was fill a Sunday. Now, if you've got a Saturday and a Sunday off each week from your ordinary job, then there's no reason at all why you can't dabble in a part-time job. Even if you can't keep it up forever, Like I don't plan on working every Sunday until I cock it. You know, I'm for testing the waters, and what I'm probably going to have to do for the next few years while I'm in the military is I'm going to have to work a Sunday. So my first aim was to pack in that Sunday. So as I've spoke about before on Instagram and other things, although I can't put in, I still put in sometimes, you know, 60 hours a month part-time, um... So that's alongside my full-time job. I still put in 60 hours a month through working these Sundays and, you know, the odd couple of evenings. And this is done by me starting work at half six in the morning on a Sunday and not getting back into the house till nearly eight at night. It's a long-ass day. Like, you know, when people talk about doing 15-hour days, 18-hour days, 20-hour days, whatever it might be, and, you know, you hear the figures and you go, oh, that's not too bad. But like when you do start doing them and it's pouring down all day, you need to have that in your head to you you need to want it. You know. There's no getting up at five o'clock in the morning, being out the door at half six, at like at your first property, in the pitch black. Summer it's not too bad, it's normally light by then. But being there for half six, working through basically, you know, getting ten minutes for lunch while you're driving to the next place. So I, I can build up a business that when it's time to leave the full time job, I've got something to walk into you know i get more than half my wage through my gardening business from my than my military you know it's already halfway there without me even being anywhere close to full-time work that i can just step into the moment i leave you know very often people do it off the back and they're not ready and things aren't lined up you know dabble in it use these sundays saturdays whenever it might be you know you your partner might work a Thursday and you might have a normal Thursday off work. Stack it in with more work, you know. There's a, I heard someone speaking the other day and they said, like, you can't be broke and not be working 60 hours a week, you know. And I know we're not talking about the financial side of it here, but, you know, if you're really serious about it and you're looking to juggle this around and you've got an actual bit of momentum and determination to try this, put your hand into it and actually see if it works, then all you need to do is find any white space that's in your calendar and start chucking people in there for consultations and get the ball rolling. Just get started. Um, past that, it's prioritising and putting things into slots. So as I've kind of spoke about that there, on a Sunday, I squeeze everything in. You know, half six in the morning, I'm at the first one. And you think, oh, that's early. Like, would not the neighbours complain and blah, blah, blah. All you need to do is you need to just look at the type of work you're doing. You know I'm cutting gardens and you know using power tools and all the rest of it, but I've also got clients that is just border work and you know looking after yeah border work and deweeding basically as long as well as lawns and stuff, so these people that are two three hour um visits every single time I just start off with all the quiet work, you know turning the border and stuff you make next to no no noise, you're not gonna be waking anyone up, you know you got your headphones in you're being nice and quiet, you're being respectful. You're not blaring music anywhere. You're just torn, turning a border. You're on your hands and knees picking weeds, whatever it might be, until, you know, properly first light, half eight in the morning, something like that, and then I'll start up the mower. And you know what? It's not brilliant for everyone, but this is also why battery kit's coming in and why it's going to be such a game changer, or why it is such a game changer, is because you can you can be using it at these earlier hours as well, what also helps this whole part-time battle and fitting things into little spaces. Now the third question that he asked me here was what are your plans for your company? Do you want to increase the work and possibly employ staff members or just happy to take over doing your own thing? So a few things on this one. I'm content at the moment where we are uh, but I must have turned down somewhere like 40 to 60 jobs over this whole year. So I'm happy being the one man band but I always said in the beginning, and the mistake I made in the first six months of this business, considering I was working full-time anyway, was I was taking on everything. So as soon as a consult, every time someone rang me, I just seen, and I'm not going to lie to you, I seen money. Someone says, hello, I'm after a gardener, money, boom, right there. And I'll be like, absolutely, I can fit you in, you know what I mean? Like quarter past five on Friday, you know, right where my family's going to be having tea or something. And I'm fitting in this person for a consultation because I want to get that job through the door. I want to take on someone else. I want to grow the company and I want to make more money. And, you know, the first six months I really made this this problem and it got to the point where I was losing family time. You, In the beginning, you lose out of panic of trying to make it all work and seeing if it can work. I, I lost this balance of uh, more time with my partner, really. Uh, you know, I was sacrificing the little time we did have is just us two with you know trying to grow this business and i get it it and i still believe this now it's got to happen somewhere along the line at certain times but it just can't happen all the time because you're going to lose that healthy relationship and i'm not going to jump into all that but so when i came in uh, sort of the midst of this season i had learned my lesson through you know the back end of autumn the year before and i knew how to play it that being said I capped myself. So I bring in all the work I could do to fill up all the reasonable slots, you know, a couple of evenings a week, you know, every other Sunday, fully booked in for like a thirteen hour shift and then on leave periods and stuff like that, where I had a bit a couple of weeks off work, I'd then stack in loads of work as well. So I'd do that and then I would cap it. So I'll go right, I'm physically not i used to work till like seven, eight o'clock at night, some evenings and bring in extra work and just get jobs done. To make that money. Whereas the way it came around this time is I says, right, no, that's enough. That's gonna earn me X amount a month. I'm happy with that. I'm happy that the business is getting known, getting seen, and I can still take on the odd new job here and there. By doing that, like I say, cut me. I must have lost between 40 to 60 jobs this year, maybe even maybe even more. I, I really haven't counted them up, but my you know the phone was going numerous times a day weekly all the way through this season asking for a gardener and I was just turning down jobs because I could not fit them in anywhere so because of this it really left me in a place where I want to bring someone else on I would love to bring someone else on and I would love to employ in the future but I've got my fears you know with the with the focus of how this company is how I view it you know that everything that it's about, I wonder if someone else is going to be able to withhold them standards when I can't be there. Now, if I was doing this full-time, it wouldn't be a problem. I'll bring someone on, work side by side, and, you know, keep them right, mould them, because I don't care who it is, I don't care how long they've been in the business, whoever comes into this company needs to get moulded to how it works, otherwise that working relationship is not going to work out. Now, that's fine if I can do it full time, but if not, the way I would have to look to do it, and when this would work quite well. Better sweet. I'd be working in my full time job and then I'd basically have to give the van the tools, the itinerary for that day, to the to, you know, let's say employee number one. Let's call him Tim. Right. I would have to give the itinerary to Tim to go out and to complete all them jobs to a like a very to a satisfactory to a high to my high expectations and trust that he's doing everything that I would do without me being there so it would be great because I'd be earning without even earning because I'd be taking a cut of them jobs as you know I'm sure you know how businesses work I would be taking a cut of them jobs so I'd be earning without even being out on the ground but it's making sure that you get someone good enough for it to work and at the minute that just can't happen at the moment so yeah we'll see about next year but as far at the moment. Not not just yet. But I would like to be as fully eco as possible and be known for making basically the dirty gardening work, you know, let's put some quotation marks around around that, you know, the dirty gardening work into a luxury service. That's what I see Geo rock Lawn Care and gardening is. And I don't just want it to be seen as, you know, this dirty job and it's just this, that and the other. And sometimes it has a bit of stigma behind it. It's going to be, a luxury, or it is, a luxury service, you know. I go there and I spend my time there. I care what my customers think. I go there, if I need to spend an extra, you know, 10 minutes to pick up an extra few things for them, then I'll do that, you know. And at other times, you always get it in return, you know. The way I work and the fact that I give them the 5-10 minutes, we've spoken on other podcasts, I never get picked up for leaving, you know, 2 minutes before the hour on an hourly maintenance job. They don't care because they know that when the work's there to be done, I'll stay there and I'll do a little bit extra. But then if the work's been caught up on that day, I'll leave a few minutes early. You know, And that agreement is across all of my client base. I don't have anyone that's unhappy with that. Um, so that's the way I see the company being and the way it's going forward as well. So like I was saying, whoever I do bring in needs to be molded to that mindset as well. Um, and at its max, how do I want J-Rock Lone Care and Gordon to be? I can see it being a couple of teams and in probably a few different areas is where I would like it to be. Like I don't care too much about it being a massive franchise, anything like that, but it would be nice to dominate I would be lying if I if if I told you any different. I want to be able to dominate the area I'm in and the surrounding areas, you know, and if I can do that. And you no, know, there doesn't have to be any bad blah blood blah, blah with it. But I just want to be known as the company. We need a garden now. We need to fix up these beds. We need our lawn improved. Blah blah blah. And I want. I think ah, we'll give J Rock a ring. You know, they're always very good. They'll take us on no problem. So that's the way or the place where I see it for myself and for the company going forward. But I I I am honestly serious about pushing this forward, and I feel like I'm doing so with my arms out by my sides and just you know trying to take as many people as possible with it so that's where you know the youtube podcasting, the social media is now coming from although it started as just a way to show work and be a portfolio it's obviously grew a bit more arms and legs from there and it's now came into this place where people ask questions people want to know answers um, people want to pick your brain about things and they like the way i do it and they want to learn from it in certain respects like you might have your own way and you might not be doing that, that's fine. But, you know, a lot of people do get in touch and they're asking for the way I can do it so they can then implement that. And, you know, it's at a place where I I want, like I say, with the arms out wide. like I want to be grabbing that your arms, you know what I mean, and, and taking yous with me and I want us all to be heading in that direction. And quite frankly, as well with the teams, like, you know, how I spoke about, obviously at the start of this video as well, I've got the sponsorship with Total Loan. And they're they're doing the exact same thing with the whole fertilizer world. Like there, I seen them put up a post actually yesterday. They're working with some high. They haven't released any names, but they're working with a very high level uh, seed manufacturer that are saying the seed requests that Total Loans are trying to get. Who, bearing in mind, aim for the basically the domestic market for the homeowner. The guy was saying Manchester United doesn't even use like this type of seed quality, and total loans like yeah yeah that's perfect like that's where we want to be we want to be better than even the football pitchers and the professional stadiums and the f- professional courses you know so it's all about surrounding yourself with people that not only want to push forward but companies as well you know so it's not just like total loan who i'm affiliated with that you know we've got a very same mindset with taking over and helping everyone and just doing the best we physically can but I, like i want that with a company as well you know looking for a company that's interested in the battery equipment and you know wanting to be on the more the eco side of the world so it's all it's all heading in that direction and like j-rock lawn care and gardening it's all from that and me being part of the military you know however your questions might be about that i hope that's answered some stuff by the way if you have any concerns about how that happens or how is he able to tie them in it's not through the working day like i don't on a normal working day between you know. Eight, and I'm not gonna lie, maybe around four half four. I I I don't I don't run off and then squeeze a couple of gardens in or anything like that to keep keep my content up. Everything you see me doing is you know it's on these evenings and the days off when everyone else is chilling with their feet up, you know enjoying a beer in a <laughs> through the summer like in a beer garden with friends. Like I'm out there grafting, making up for the time that I can't put in anywhere else. And you need to kinda of have that by I think, to be able to juggle the two lives. Um but the main thing here and the last message I want to kinda of push out for you is is the more we help each other in pricing, general advice, uh how to move forward, the more pure of a pool this line of work can be. And I believe that by doing that together is the fastest, the best way to grow and you know, we need each other. There's no two ways about it. You know, is as, as long as we keep people doing the five pound grass cuts and, the you know, the head removals and fly tipping, you know, as long as we keep them people in the conversation, then we're all at risk of, you know, trying to get battered down or having the worst off customers that think they can just control what you do within your business. You know, the more we speak about pricing, the more we speak about the techniques that we're using and how to grow and how we handle certain situations, the more we can all be on the similar level so we can all just grow together, you know what I mean? I've had this conversation with a few people and as I always say, don't be scared, ask someone a question and if you are and you think they might turn around and they don't seem very approachable, then ask me it, you know what I mean? I've got a pretty good judgment with it so feel free to get in touch at any time and like Honestly, let's just grow together. We're coming towards the end of this season, the main season. Obviously, we're about to hit the time where there's a bit more downtime normally. Don't worry about it. Let's just grow together. Let's focus on that. Stop putting things into plan for next year. If you are looking to grow and you're coming away from your initial job, then just look at different factors, how that can happen. Um, what are the basic charges that you need to be covering before you then make profits? Like, Is it viable to do this? Is it going to work? you know all this all these sort of things anyway last thing you can find me on instagram at jrock underscore lawn care underscore gardening or on youtube at jrock lawn care and gardening where i do plenty of cleanup videos lawn care treatments um, lawn care improvements range of videos so please check me out on them as i said at the start of the video if you could subscribe to any of them like them comment them review them whatever you need to do then it is massively appreciated so I going to chuck that out there. Thank you very much for joining me in another episode on J-Rock's Lone Care and Garden Podcast. I love seeing that you all still attend. I see the numbers going up week by week. You guys are obviously, someone else is coming to the table each week and that's just fantastic progress. You know, I didn't think we'd get above 100 at one stage and now we're well surpassed it. So yeah, any other contact uh, information or links, they will all be in the show notes. So if you scroll right down, all the links will be in that description section there. But thank you very much for joining me once again. I hope you have an amazing weekend with this horrendous weather. And yeah, I'll see you next week. Take care.